is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. The Steelers standard, Steelers schedule, spectacular special rolls I'm on. I'm amazed you got that word for word exactly right. Or as I like to call it, SSSSSSS. We march on here, and this is the most important part of the Steelers standard, Steelers schedule, spectacular special. <laughs> because this is when we roll through each week and we give our definitive, will they win or will they lose? And we'll come up with our own win-loss total for the 2022 season. You ready? Of course, this is in a vacuum. Players get injured. You don't know who's going to be the quarterback for your team or the opposing team come week 17 as we sit here on whatever date it is, May 13th or whatever. But I don't care because this is fun okay. and cathartic. And maybe you get lucky and you have a really healthy season for the most part. And there won't be a massive factor due to injury. It's the NFL, so that's going to obviously be a pipe dream. But, hey, we can dream. Starting in week one at the Cincinnati Bengals, I'm toying with giving a W here to the Steelers just because, you know, it's that first week for the Bengals. Maybe they start to believe in themselves a little too much. Maybe they're starting to get comfortable. Yeah, we are bad. We're the best team in the division. Steelers have been in that position so many times before. Mike Tomlin is one of the best coaches currently in the NFL. Certainly better than Zach Taylor in my mind. I could see him having a great defensive game plan going up there and messing with the Bengals. But at the end of the day, I think I have to give an L here to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I agree. It's it's hard, but I'm going to be in the same boat. If we get closer, Tom, and I'm sure we'll do another one of these down the line, maybe a couple more of these down the line. But I think right now with the uncertainty of who's starting a quarterback, that kind of puts me in the boat in the, in the side of I don't see this being a win. If we get closer and Kenny Pickett emerges as QB1 throughout training camp, throughout the preseason, and he's given the reins from the get-go, I could see maybe Kenny playing a little bit of a spoiler to the Bengals. So I'd feel a little bit better, but not necessarily I'd be wholly convinced that this guy was going to pull off the win. So right now... In May, I'm going to get it as an L. As well. Yeah. Week two, home opener, Sunday, September 18th. The New England Patriots come to town. Obviously a tricky matchup with Belichick, but I think they're going to torture Mac Jones in this game. This will be the first time that the yeah. Steelers see Mac Jones. Uh, I think that he is going to be uh, in the lines then. It's going to be a crazy crowd, a crazy atmosphere for the home opener at Heinz Field. And like you said, especially if Kenny Pickett's starting, that's going to be their first time that they're going to see Pickett, so it's going to be amped up extra. Um but T.J. Watt, Cam Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick, these are the names that keep coming up to I mean, me. How, see this game against the Patriots. How about Miles Jack? How about Levi Wallace? Defense. Edmonds is back. the theme, yeah. though, defense. Mm-hmm. I think our defense carries the day against the Patriots. It'll probably be an ugly game. It'll probably be a game that, you know, maybe the Steelers have a lead and then the Patriots are threatening late or vice versa. The Steelers have to come back, but... I think that the Steelers get a W here in the home opener and go to one and one. I'm with you too. Steelers tend, it's not always a given, but they tend to do better against younger quarterbacks, especially in Pittsburgh. It's it's not an easy place to go on the road for the first time of your career. In Mac Jones's case, even though Belichick has had Thomas' number in the past, Belichick has had Brady on his side. He no longer has that guy, so I'm going to go with the Steelers also taking the home opener away. One thing, though, before we move on, Tom, you know now this is the eighth consecutive year the Steelers have not opened week one at home. 
Yeah, uh, a lot of that has to do with the Pirates' schedule. Yeah, we why heard, is that? We heard Who Art cares? Rooney say, well, the, because the Pirates have their home game scheduled. But why? Why? why parking. Do we see... The parking's a mess ah. because they share the parking lots because the stadiums are right next to each other. Interesting. You know, Art Rooney II said that when he sat down with Missy Matthews last night. He was like, oh, I'll probably have to talk to the Pirates about that because their schedule seems to often get in the way, but... Screw the Pirates. Screw the... I mean, why do the Steelers have to bend Tell over? Tell the Pirates they're on the road that week. Yeah. You know? I mean, flex their game to the road. They don't it get is it. unfair that the Pirates get their schedule before the Steelers. Well, that just makes sense. I though. I mean, the season's in the middle of happening when the well, Steelers' schedule Well, let's just, let's just put down. that up for a TBD for the Pirates from now on. Week three at Cleveland. I'm giving it a win, but I feel like I'm pulling teeth doing that, even though Deshaun's probably not going to be there. Just I don't because know if I'm pulling teeth. Ah, because the defense is so good and they run the ball, but their coach is an idiot and he doesn't run the ball. And last year, I mean, look at the Steelers. Maybe in a worse off position last year. Maybe they're on paper better this year than they were last year, and they still put off the win last year. Steelers love a primetime game, too. And on a short week, you However, have literally the only— you have literally the opponent in the NFL that you travel the absolute least for. On your short week there, so that's good. Also, too, let's not forget the last time the Steelers played on the road in Cleveland in a primetime game, nonetheless, on a Thursday night. That was the Miles Garrett committing murder on Mason Rudolph game. <laughs> so they lost the game. So they lost that game. But it, again, that's Mason Rudolph starting a quarterback. Again. There was no Najee Harris. There was no Chase Claypool that game. If it's Jacoby Brissett, the names that, again, come to mind. T.J. Watt, Cam Hayward, Minka, Jack. Like, it's defense. Carrying last the time, Last time T.J. played against Cleveland, he got, what, five sacks against Baker? Yes. So you got him winning at Cleveland as well? Yeah, I like the win here. And then I think next week's obvious, too, at home against the Jets. That's a pretty easy win. That's you got the, it. E- of the first it. four games, that's their easiest game, right? That's the only game where you could say, for sure, I can see this being a win. In the first four. I can make the argument for the other three. That it, it's the New England game maybe is is second. That's okay. Who are you more comfortable with, New England at home or on the road against Cleveland? New England at home, because I think because of on the road at Cleveland, Cleveland there's team talent is also too. better. Yeah, so, Patriots are talented too. I think I, we're kind of forgetting about so. them just because the Dolphins stole a ton of headlines and like maybe people in their minds surge past them, but coach is still just such a jerk right but you're you're playing in pittsburgh <laughs> yeah you're yeah, playing yeah. on the road in cleveland i agree with you i not, think not, i think, not, I, think not I have a little bit more confidence in the patriots the two home games i think are ones that they'll for sure win they, yeah they, and they need to yeah. honestly well at, the, the one for sure at buffalo in week five one o'clock kickoff i think bills are going to get a little revenge here for the steelers winning at buffalo last year in week i think the steelers dropped the three and two uh, bills they're my Super Bowl favorite right now. They're just such a good yeah. team. And going there, I think, is going to be like Thunderdome this year. I think they're hungry to get home field advantage in the playoffs. And I think they're going to – bold prediction time. Here we go. I bet they go undefeated at home this year. Wow. Pool of Packers at Lambeau like last year. I bet they And run. what does that mean? They get first. They get the first round by and they lose. And then they their... lose by 10 to 7 or something like that? No. But I, I just think that they're going to – that is going to become a fortress of solitude. It already them. is. Yeah. They're great at home. And the the longer the Josh Allen stays and continues to improve, the more it's going to be that home field is going to be established. To win in Buffalo, yeah. yeah. Even when they were bad, only like the pre Josh Allen era, yeah, it was hard to go into Buffalo. Only silver lining for the Steelers: October 9th in Buffalo ain't December in Buffalo. But you're Pittsburgh, so you're, you're, you're you don't worry the about weather. the cold weather. Yeah, you're used anyway. to it. Tampa Bay coming to town the next week. I would love to say that I think the Steelers are going to win this game at home. We have them two and zero at home so far in their schedule in our schedule breakdown here. But I think they do, of course, get the loss here. I mean, I've seen that guy come into Heinz Field for the past twenty years and beat us. I just don't think the script's going to change all of a sudden. And you can make the argument as well that this game 
or this team that Tom Brady has is better than any of the previous teams in recent memory that Tom Brady rolled into with New England and still managed to win in Pittsburgh. Any hope because it's Todd Bowles' first year at head coach that maybe no. it's early enough in the year that I they're mean, not gelling yet? How well did Bruce Arians do in his first year with Tampa Bay? And with Tampa Todd Tom. Bowles has coached before, so it's not like he's completely green when it comes to coaching. He's also coached against Brady, so he's like, not that he worked with Brady, but he's prepared for a Brady-type team, so it should be very easy for him to, instead of preparing against Tom Brady— to prepare with Tom Brady. So we got the Steelers at 3-3 three and three heading to Miami for their first primetime game on a weekend with the Dolphins on Sunday Night Football. And these two are tricky here, these next two games, because I think I have them going 1-1 one and one in them, but I think they're going to beat the Dolphins in I Miami. I actually agree. I, I think that this could be a game where Mike Tomlin says, Hey, Coach Flores, you want to take the reins a couple of times here? <laughs> a little revenge. Yeah, here. I think it's going to be a huge. Yeah, I think they'll be pumped up line. for that. And again, you know, when I look at the Patriots, and they're a good team, but I look at Mac Jones, and I think we can eat him alive. I look at the Dolphins, I think they're a good team, but I look at Tua, I think we Tua's can. Tua's going to hold alive. on to the ball a little bit longer yeah. than he should have, yeah. and Cam Hayward and T.J. Watt are probably going to take advantage of it. Yep, and you get the Dolphins in October, late October, at night, so it's not going to be that hot down there. Right, you're not going to be forced to, as you typically do when you travel to Jacksonville or Miami, be forced to wear the home blacks and be exhausted. Exhausted because it's September in Florida, and it's just like 90 degrees and sticky. At this point, it's it's October 23rd. And at night, there's no sun either, so it's beautiful for them. So I got them winning at Miami in a game that I bet will be an upset. I bet the Dolphins will be favored in that game, and I bet the Steelers Steelers will do their thing where they just show out on primetime and tell the country, hey, we're sputtering along here at 4-3. and We're not dead yet just because Ben's gone. I don't know how many primetime games Miami pulls every year, but it's certainly not as many as the Steelers. (laughs) Not maybe if they win a couple this year, it'll explode to that point. But then I got them losing out of Philadelphia the next week because there's always the game or two where you know you should beat that team, but you're going to lose. And I don't even know if that really applies because the Eagles are a good team. Like they're they're getting better. They have two really good wide receivers. I think honestly, you know, we were talking about how oh two a Mac whatever uh, we have faith against them. I have less faith against Jalen Hurts than those other two guys. I you think like he's Jaylen a better Hurts quarterback than those two guys. I really do, and I think he's got more complete weaponry around him. I know that the well, Dolphins now, have great weapons, but like now, I, I think Brown and Smith are slightly better one two than Waddle and Hill. Slightly better one two. Slightly. That's tough because slightly. you want to give the edge just slightly. to Hill. And I might go got, against you. Then there. you've got Goddard and you've got Gasicki. So I mean, they're both kind of even when those it comes to even. the playmakers. But I think that the Eagles have the edge of that quarterback position. And also, the Steelers just have had some historic problem playing in Philadelphia. Also, Nick Sirianni, in his first year as head coach last year, took the Eagles to the playoffs. Backdoored them in. Backdoored them in. But also, I don't know. I don't trust the coaching. I don't trust the ownership in Miami right now, just based off of the Flores debacle. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tip my head to Philadelphia. And so, again, too. Ben so never maybe not being the better team, but just being a better team than they were last yeah. year, even. And it's at Philadelphia. Ben never won in Philadelphia. It's he crazy. won against the Eagles. Yeah, but that also Mike Tomlin has never won in Philadelphia. It's I don't just know one of those changed. bogey spots. For it's them. it's it's tough. I mean, you see Philly fans; they're not good. They're they're, they're bad fans. They are <laughs> they 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 see opposing fans 
and they vilify them immediately. There is no, okay, you know, thanks for showing up. It is just you are walking into enemy territory. So we got the Steelers at 4-4 four and four heading into their bye week. That's pretty good. If we can be sitting here on November 6th doing shows in our bye weeks and say, hey, 4-4, four and four, feeling pretty good about ourselves. Do I, you remember when we did our mm-hmm, uh-uh yeah. a couple months ago? when we, we didn't even know the schedule alignment. We just knew the opponents. And I kind of rattled off a couple of wins, like, like four in a row, but that was just based off of the way that we were going through them. And I only had, I think you had the two going 7-10, me going 10-7. and seven. So any surprise that you and I are pretty much even here no, so far? No, not at all. And honestly, I think, you know, it's interesting to see the streakiness that we have them yeah, winning, winning three of the first four and then losing three mm-hmm. of their next well, four. Well, that shows how tough of a schedule it is in that second uh, quarter. Well, I think they come off of their bye week and get a big W against the New Orleans Saints to make the record go to five and four. Uh, I just think, you know, you get two weeks to prepare for a team that doesn't really have a superstar. Uh, Kamara, sure, but, you know, he doesn't have the weaponry around him like he used to, and he doesn't have the coach to scheme for him like he used to. So no Sean Payton, Faith in Jameis Winston, or Andy Dalton, whoever's going to be the starter. Sure, their defense is still pretty good, but... I think Steelers at home get a get a win against the Saints here and get to five and four. I agree, especially when you're With coming two weeks. Off, when you're coming off the bye week. Mike Tomlin just does does not lose that game. It's, Mike Tomlin also does not lose that game when he's playing at home. Also, I can probably bet Mike Tomlin can never allow himself to lose that game if Andy Dolan is the starting quarterback. <laughs> no, it's illegal. He will never <laughs> allow it to happen. Unfortunately, I have for the second year in a row them getting swept by the Bengals, though, as the Bengals come to Heinz Field on Sunday night football. Bengals have two weeks to prepare for that game as their bye week is right before that Steelers game. I think it'll be a close game. I think the spread will probably be again around maybe Bengals giving like three and a half, Bengals giving four, Steelers maybe cover that, Bengals win by a field goal or something like that. But, you know, love the track record on uh, on Sunday Night Football. Love the fact that, you know, you get up for these rivalry games. It's always hot in the AFC North kitchen, as Tomlin always says, and Steelers never shy away from these kind of opponents. But they're just so damn good, and the fact that they have a bye week before this game really kills the Steelers. So if if there's no devastating injury to Burrow or Chase is out or something mm-hmm. like that, the Bengals running up the winning streak to five against the Steelers, dating back to the Finley game two right. years ago. Here's where we separate for the first time this you're gonna, year. You're going to give them the I'm big give win. The, I'm Biggest give upset the win. so far on so, the schedule. For a couple of reasons. We highlighted them in our previous episode. The Steelers are going to be two weeks after their bye. However, they kind of get a tune-up game if it is Dalton's playing. Right now, we predict that New Orleans Saints game at home to be a tune-up game. Again, you played in Pittsburgh against the Saints. If there's such a thing again in the NFL. Right. But. You played in Pittsburgh against the Saints. You get to stay home. You're under the lights where Mike Tomlin is a lot more familiar. I guess you can maybe not anymore because now Joe Burrow has won three playoff games and played in a Super Bowl. He's pretty used to the yes. the, the spotlight yes. at this point. But, I, I, Tom, there's just something about me that I just can't admit. With the team the Steelers have on paper to just fold and, and be swept for the second year in a row by the Bengals. Well, I think we're going to agree here with Week 12. I got them... In my book, losing their second game in a row against the Colts, you'll probably—I bet you'll have them dropping their first one after the bye. I actually have them winning against three the Colts. straight wins out yeah. of the bye. Wow, you're very optimistic about this team. Well, I don't see Indianapolis as a good home field advantage kind of team, mm. and the Colts. Really? Mm. Maybe back in the days when it was the RCA Dome, 
now Lucas Oil is just because that was a, it, it. It had like the Melon Arena effect. It was a dome. It, the, the sounds carried. Heavier. You mean when they were cheating and pumping in crowd sounds against the Steelers with Peyton Manning's era? Maybe. It's still a pretty decent home. They're good. It's a they're good, good fans team. in Indianapolis. It's a good team. However, Matt Ryan, how much oh, shoes is it? I'm not thinking about it from the Matt Ryan perspective. I think the defense is just going to pound us all game long on the road. I just I think they're a good team, and I think well, okay. Here's I the think thing: if the Steelers don't drastically improve that run defense, that's, Taylor's going to gash. That's them. a difference maker. Is Stephon Tua going to play? Who's going to be healthy come week? Yeah, whatever that's a good it is, point week too. twelve. You don't know. I mean. I think if the Steelers can negate the effects of Jonathan Taylor, the Steelers can pull out a win there. So, I'll, again, I guess we're, we're going different ways here. But, yeah, I'm going to pull off the win here for the Steelers. Well, the next week, I know it's tough because it's a short week and you have to travel again to Atlanta. But I don't think the Falcons are very good. No. I, I think they're one of the worst teams in the NFL. I think by that point in the season, they'll be so dreadful that they're going to kind of have their eyes on not tanking, but tanking. You know what I mean? They're going to be like... It's not the worst idea to not win anymore because there's a lot of good quarterbacks in this upcoming class that we can take our pick at. So come week 13, beginning of December, the Falcons might be getting ready to check out of the season by that point. And again, based on my breakdown here, I have the Steelers coming off of two straight losses, Bengals and Colts. They're going to be hungry. They're going to be desperate. They need to get a win. So I got the Steelers winning against the Falcons in Atlanta. So for me, I have them winning three in a row after that bye, and I just see them starting to potentially build that momentum. Do you have them beating the Falcons? Yeah, of Then course. you have four in a row. Out well, of I'm saying three before that Falcons game. You really got to you really gotta beat the teams that you're supposed to beat, and so that's why I think they go into Atlanta, take care of business, despite coming off the road, off the short week against the Colts. Here's where my upset comes in. Oh, boy. I got them beating the Ravens at Heinz Field on 1 p.m. I don't think the that's first an game upset, of the season. though. I bet they'll be the underdog by maybe one or two points. Yeah, but it's not like a huge under. It's a it's a Raven Steelers game. Those games can go whichever way possible. Yeah, and I always like to pick it as a split. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I like to same. go the road. Teams get the wins, but I'm going home. Hold serve this year where they each win at home. Yeah. I so think. spoiler alert: I got the Steelers winning this one, but losing later at Baltimore. Yeah. yeah so that's five wins in a row for the Steelers. Yeah, you're on fire out of the bye week. You're you're the to- you're the toast of the NFL really, right now. The only now. one you could say is the big stretch is the Cincinnati game because I don't see the Colts as this. I'd say the Ravens is a decent stretch too. That's just a, a war every time. You're talking about the Steelers, who in the last two years made the playoffs. The Colts made the playoffs two years ago, but not last year. With a better team last year. We made it last year thanks to the Colts. So, Or should I say thanks to the Jaguars. Right. Uh, At Carolina, I got that as a win. Mm -hmm. I I think that they're easily going to beat Carolina. Uh, Especially, you know, I have them. That would be their third straight win for me. You have them absolutely on a tear. They haven't lost yet since their bye week has come and gone for the Steelers in your book. So It's a good thing to do. I got the uh, Panthers being a win at Carolina. That could be tricky, but I, I think they'll get the win there. Yeah, I agree. They're going to lose on Christmas Eve against the oh, Raiders. Oh, you think? They never beat the Raiders. That's like the most obvious bogey team that you can have. Anytime you see the Raiders on the schedule, it's an automatic L. You have to pick it that way. And the Raiders have not been this good in recent memory since the Steelers keep losing to them. I mean, they lose to Terrell Pryor. They lose to Derek Carr when it's only Derek Carr. Like, they just don't play well against the Raiders, whether it's here, whether it's there. For whatever reason, this is the Steelers' bogey team. And I got them ruining Christmas for everybody in Pittsburgh. Hmm. You want one. to keep having them I win. want to, but I feel like the luck will run out eventually. And it's a good point. They are a bogey team. And let's not forget, 
Derek Carr now is Devontae Adams. They're better than they've ever been. Right. Chandler Jones go, is on the defense I'll go a loss now. Here. It's just so annoying that like there they, are, there are these teams that exist. I know, but like the Raiders aren't as good as the Bengals, who you have the Steelers beating, or they're not even as good as the Ravens, who I have the Steelers or the Colts. beating. Uh, no, they're better than the they're Colts. They're probably right they're around the, the Colts. Colts. Yeah, no, I they're think better they're better than, than the Colts. Colts. They're better than the Colts. You're right, but like. They're not on the level of some of these teams, like you know, my like they're not on the level of Buffalo, Tampa Bay, but still, we're like that for sure lost. If this lose. game is in Vegas, I have it for sure a loss. But Hinesfield giving you a little hope, yeah. Even though last year they came to Hinesfield and the Steelers and, lost because and they can't a, beat the Raiders. It's not. I don't know if it's the night game. I think it's the afternoon game. Oh, it is a night. game. It's night. It's the night game for Christmas Eve. <sighs> yeah, I know everything goes to, but it's. The Raiders, like if it was yeah. any other team, I might have more faith in them beating Tampa Tom on Christmas Eve night in Pittsburgh under the lights than wow. I do the Raiders, just because it's the freaking Raiders, man. God, I hate them. Stupid pirates smiling on the side of the helmet. Ugh. At Baltimore, penultimate week of the season, New Year's Day. We both kind of spoiled it. We both had them losing that yep. game to the Ravens, and I actually have them dropping the home finale as well to the Cleveland Browns. I At think, home, I think Watson's back. I think the Browns might be in a better spot than the Steelers at that point, and I think that the Browns are going to earn the split against the Steelers. Sorry, I'm not going to do that one. It's your prerogative. It's your schedule. Yeah, it is. But I have them dropping one to the Browns. So do you have the, the season totals for mm-hmm. us? Not for you, for me. Oh, you do? Yeah, I kept my score. I didn't keep your score. You have to do that on your own. Okay. I have the Steelers going 8-9. All right, so let's see. I have one, two, three, and I four, think that's five, a pretty six, decent, seven, good, eight, nine, ten, pretty nine. decent year for a team that's in this little transition period, potentially so starting a rookie. So you moved up one game. You had them at seven and ten when we did our mm, interesting, uh-uh, interesting. And now you're eight and nine. I did the same thing. I had them at ten and seven. I had them eleven and six. <laughs> They're not gonna. They're go not gonna. Go. So six. one of those games that I had coming out of the bye, maybe the Colts game, maybe the Bengals game, maybe both of them. Those are losses, but I, I do think, floating around eight and nine. Ten and seven, seven and ten, nine and eight is very possible. is is the most likely window of of, of wins versus losses for them. This Let's year. bring it back down to earth here for a second. Let's take it back to reality. If they go eight and nine and get a nice one against the Bengals, maybe nice one against the Ravens here or there. Pickett looks okay down the stretch. That's a lot to build on moving forward. I know you don't want to go eight and nine. We always make the playoffs. Tom has never had a losing season. Blah blah blah. But if they go eight and nine in Pickett's first go at it, they have a lot to build on after that. They're a young team, too. So a young team going 8-9, and nine, learning how to win with a new quarterback and some veteran pieces on the defensive side of the ball as well, there's a lot of optimism there. So I don't want people to think, like, oh, they're 8-9, and nine, they suck. Without Ben, the Steelers can't do anything. Like, that's a good season in my book. As long as you can get to seven wins, I think, I think you had a pretty solid season. Based yeah. on the circumstances. I think you're capable of getting seven. It's just how many more beyond seven can you get? Yeah, if you don't get to seven, I think then it's like it's a that's kind year. of like, well, we may be a little behind schedule now. And you're kind of thinking, was the Kenny Pickett pick worth it? Kid can't even get us to seven wins. Right. Or if it's Trubisky starting, then Well, you know. then it's even – I think if you don't get to seven wins, it's a problem at quarterback because, A, you didn't trust Kenny – at any point at, at significant length, or B, you did, and he couldn't do it for you, and now you're thinking, uh-oh, should we have done what everyone else told us to do? Wait one more year for the quarterback. Just build up the rest of their team and then wait for until 2023's draft when there's going to be like eight guys who could potentially go in the first round at quarterback. Yeah, there's no way they go 11-6. and six. You know that, right? Yeah. I mean, it was just... 
I was, you I were was, picking games. I you were on a heater. You were feeling it. You, once you picked that Bengals game, it was like a snowball rolling downhill after you know, I that think, point. I think Mark Caballi made the tweet a couple of days ago saying, before the draft or before the uh, schedule release happened, he tweeted this on Wednesday. He was like, "Only 24 hours until all all 32 teams predicted predict to go uh, 17 and 0 this year, something along those lines," which is true. I mean, even if you're the Jaguars or the Jets, you feel you always want you don't know. No, if you're the Jets, you go through the schedule. Loss, loss, yeah, loss, maybe, loss, maybe loss. so. But if you're a contender, you go through and you say, "I can make the argument that our team can beat this team." All right, I got him at eight and nine. Jacob's got him at eleven and six. That'll do it for the win loss breakdown. One one point oh versus one couple more of these. I'm sure we might. We starts. might. Uh, uh, will we? Maybe. What what can really change from now until the season starts? A lot. Injuries. Oh, I like that. Good retort. Free quarterback, agents, maybe. Quarterback. Another, another corner back coming in. Mm, Starting like, quarterback named. Like David that. Johnson's the backup running back. Who knows what could happen oh, between buddy, now you and the start. got to throw the David Johnson name. And the start of training camp. But, again, that's the end of the win-loss breakdown of the Steelers standard Steelers schedule spectacular special. Or, as <laughs> I, I like am to call more it, and more impressed. I think I threw an extra S on there. He's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Offerman. Next episode, we'll look nationally some of the primetime games and some of our favorite games on the 2022 slate so that's coming up make sure you tune in for that thanks as always for listening this has been the Steelers standard